Alrighty. Impromptu. 10-minute ranking podcast by myself. Well, I'm a little high. Um, not super, a little. Just enough to shit on everybody's team. Okay, starting at number 10, uh, it's Steven. And honestly, honestly, I'm going to take a shot at Steven here. I'm not going to talk about his team. You know why I'm not going to talk about his team? Because if you're not going to try to put a winning product out, you don't get – I then one of the trade-offs is you don't get media coverage. That's just how it works, okay? So, you know – oh, I, you know, I will talk about you. I, 105 points. Uh, you lost by 105 points with a goose egg against who you're playing, and you still – 43 points. Come on. Get serious. Get serious here. All right. Okay, number nine. Number nine. And I'll be honest, guys, I'm just ad hoc. I haven't even looked at the teams yet. Um, Number nine, I'm going to go with – where's Caleb's team? Here it is. No, his team's gotten better. You know, I, we're going to have a little bit of dead air, but, you know, sometimes you got to get back. Number nine, we're going to go Kenny. However, what I will say about Kenny that I like quite a bit is his team looks much, much better than it did a little while ago. Um, he's still weak as hell at wide receiver. Uh, Brandon Cooks hopefully gets uh, traded. That would help him out. Kareem Hunt getting traded could be a big uh, game for you. Um, trade me my uh, handcuff, please, by the way, for Chase Edmonds, but we'll talk about that later. Um I will say bright future for uh, Kenny, though. He's got the best uh, asset in fantasy, with, or in dynasty, rather, which I believe to be Kenneth Walker the third. And I'm an idiot for trading him, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, banners fly forever. Uh, next up at number eight, uh, we're going to go with Julian. Reason being, Julian's kind of beat the fuck up. Najee is not really – a great asset, which hurts him. Derrick Henry uh, has been playing well, but he's weak at quarterback. Um, A.J. Brown, who has been very, very good uh, early in the season, uh, you know, has just been okay since. He's a you know good wide receiver, too, right now. He's got bigger upside with a good matchup. Uh, Rashad Bateman could see a big uptick. I've liked uh, Alan Lazard a lot this year. Mark Andrews might not be playing and has had some health issues. And when Mark Andrews isn't an insane difference maker, that really, really uh, damages Julian's team. Uh, Michael Carter might get a little bit of a boon this week, but moving forward, he doesn't get what you. Th- he isn't going to be what you'd want him to be after the Brees injury because of the acquisition of uh, James Robinson. Next, we're going to go with number seven. Uh, I'm going to go Caleb. And uh, Caleb, I'd like Ramondre, but I, I, I think I'm not ready to be in the camp where over oh, Mondre's getting everything. Um, I know he is right now, but like, I, I do think Damian Harris will, will get closer to like a 70 30 type of split, uh, uh, 65 35. And I think Mondre will still be very good, but also Caleb's trying to sell. So Caleb, a lot of these guys might not be on his team. Um, Travis Etienne to me is a, a huge boost. And to me is a top 10 running back moving forward, uh, in an excellent dynasty value. Hopefully CD continues to grow with, um, uh, Dak back, uh, Chris, I mean, I will say a bright future is ahead for Caleb's team. 
um, with a lot of good high upside young guys. Hopefully Kyle Pitts does something in his career. Um, but Chris Olave might be the most valuable wide receiver in Dynasty or right up there with him. Again, goddamn James, you're a dumbass. Um, next up, we're going to go with Harold. And Harold, I think, is a team that we could see moving down more because um, I, I just don't think Garrett Wilson's a startable asset right now. Hopefully Chase uh, Claypool gets um, uh, traded and can really help him give a boom, but he doesn't have a difference maker at tight end. He's got uh, – um, now that David Njoku's hurt, hopefully David Njoku won't be out long. Um, I don't think Paris Campbell is like a weekly starting guy, but we'll find out. Um, Brees Hall being gone is tragic. I am starting to be in the camp that Jamison Williams might not even play this year. Um, and the thing is, is if, you know, he gets the trade he wants for Chase Claypool to Green Bay, the dreams of Christian Watson are basically dead. Um, I love Saquon, but now, you know, Daryl Henderson, we'll see. They could trade for somebody. Um, he is in a tough spot at RB2. Uh, no doubt, but he does still have insanely high upside or high uh, shelf assets like Saquon, Justin, uh, Jefferson, and Jamar Chase. So I think, you know, and you can find things in other places, but I actually, he might be a tad too high, honestly. Um, up next, we're going to go with Alex and uh Reason being is um, I don't think the Tampa Bay offense is that good right now, and that's half of his team. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins being back is great. I love Devontae Adams, um, but he really needs Rashad White to just take that role, uh, and that will give him more consistent play at running back. I know Lenny has been good up until last week, but this might be a sign of things to come. Um DJ Moore could, you know, we'll see with him. I think he is going to be better even if he doesn't get traded. Uh, DK hopefully is not out for a long time, but that does uh, hurt him quite a bit. We need uh, He needs Chris Godwin to start playing a little more like Chris Godwin. Uh, and then I'm also, I, I just think like Darren Waller, George Kittle is not, he's not a difference maker at tight end. I, and I think it's not even going to happen at all this year for him with, uh, Christian McCaffrey, he'll have his games, but I just think his now even more downside, and they're going to probably have him in more to block to help, you know, free up Christian McCaffrey, who they need to produce at a high level to justify the draft capital they gave up for a running back. Um, All righty. I believe that puts us to the top three and coming in at number three, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Josh. It's close, though. And Josh, honestly, could if he can make some moves to shore up like a couple weak spots, he could have like the best team in the league because um, Josh Allen's insane. Josh Jacobs, I am a believer in for at least this year. I don't know moving forward as a dynasty asset um, what's going to happen with him. But for this year, I mean, he feels like a top three running back for the rest of the year because he's been a top three running back since week three. And not, I'm not saying top three overall. I mean, he hasn't had worse than a third finish. I believe since week three, he's been insane. Uh, Washington is is dead set on giving Brian Robinson the ball a ton of times, even if honestly, from what I've seen on tape, I believe Antonio Gibson to be the better player. Uh, they don't view it that way, and they I think they actually really like the story of him being as a comeback player. And and with Heineke, they're going to continue to run even more, and he's going to run into the ass of his center twenty five times a game. 
So he's very good, but gets really rough at wide receiver for him. Like really rough, and that's why he's at three, not two. A uh, Jerry Judy hopefully gets a che- uh, you know change of scenery. I don't think DK being out actually helps Lockett. I think it hurts him. Um, Mari Cooper, you know, you're really what you're hoping is he can be okay until he's been up and down. You're hoping he can be okay until Watson gets back and then he unlocks something. I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, Drake London isn't startable until that team throws more than 13 uh, times a game. If I were him, I'd be starting any of the options on his bench over that, even though I don't love them at all. Uh, I just don't think he's a guy you can start. Dalvin Cook, you know, is, it could be an upside for him where you, and he needs to be because you need another consistent uh, superstar to go up there. But the reason I have him this high is because I think Josh Allen and Josh Jacobs and Travis Kelsey, who was on bye this week, and Mike Williams. So Mike Williams is hurting to be out for a while, though, which hurts him a lot as a team that's already weak at wide receiver. Uh, but he's gotten, like, kind of the theory of Harold. But I just think he's got even better higher upside pieces because of Josh – you know, Allen is 35 a week until he dies. Um, but with like Travis Kelsey, Josh Jacobs, and Josh Allen, you have like a baseline of 90 points, honestly, from week to week. And then you fill it in with the rest. Um, and there are some upside here, but he needs to do something at wide receiver. And number two, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Tony, who, you know, Joe Burrow hopefully is back. And really that makes a big difference for him. He's not had much going at quarterback um, early in the year, which is partly why he's got a couple losses. Uh, Cooper Cup is going to be Cooper Cup. Gabe Davis can, you know, be Gabe Davis, and he'll have a couple more 70-yard touchdowns and they'll have games with three for 47. Um, and then, uh, I mean, I think Aaron Jones is going to see more uh, take, but he's, t- I mean, his backup, A.J. Dillon, is totally unstartable now when he wanted him to be an asset. Um, Jacoby's been good. Damian Pierce has been very good. I think uh, Dalton Schultz will be better with Dak being back. Devontae's got upside. Um, and Joe Mixon is in a good offense with high volume. I, I feel comfortable with Tony at two. And number one, 7-0. and oh, Yeah, boy. Uh, going to probably may very well lose this week, but Austin Eckler is going to be the best running back in fantasy this year. Jonathan Taylor is now seeing a much higher volume of pass catches. Uh, Tyreek Hill leads the league in uh, receiving, and I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. Christian Kirk, outside that couple-week stretch where he was a, a little more rough with some injuries and he was forced to play more of an X role instead of the slot where he's more comfortable, he is... Christian Kirk, and if he doesn't get held up on the one last week, he is 25, you know, not 19. He's been very good. Uh, Debo, you know, has underperformed this year. Is this hamstring thing I'm a little worried about. Um, but Debo's going to be – his floor is 10 to 15. He hasn't had an upside for me this year. And maybe he won't, but he's at least with the other people I have on the team. He very is a very good, solid, reliable flex. Um, at tight end, Darren Waller's been disappointing, uh, but I have options with uh, Dawson Knox. I'm going to take more of a rotational role with that, but it'd be nice to see Isaiah likely really show out with a big opportunity this week. And Mark Andrews doesn't play, then giving him, um, you know, hopefully earning some more role. Maybe they'll run two more, more two tight end sets and try to feature him, and maybe he can get into that rotation. Uh, Amon Ra, I think, will play this week. He wasn't even concussed. He kind of got boned by the new protocol last week. Cortland Sutton, there is some concern there, but hopefully with Russ being back, Russ targets him a lot. Um, also, with Judy potentially on the move, it's going to be Sutton all the time. So, I mean, just from a volume perspective, he'll be fine. Um, 
and then uh, you know Michael Gallup's been very disappointing. The the depth bench, uh, the depth on the bench is somewhat lacking. Uh, Mostert turning into a weekly top twelve running back uh, is a very good development uh, for me, and hopefully you know Tyler Boyd also at the end of the day is a very fine spot start with high upside, not always the highest floor, but you know I mean he you're never going to be like totally totally disappointed to start him you're also never going to be excited to uh Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes um Isaiah McKenzie much older than I thought he was because I picked him up to put in my taxi squad because I thought he was in his third year uh, until I found out he was in his sixth so you know that's fun um but uh, flyer I like to have flyers for the Bills offense uh uh, Rashad Penny hopefully will sign somewhere next year, but and then Brandon Cooks be moved, please, because then I think Nico Collins becomes a legitimate startable guy who's going to have high volume and just show the propensity to make plays. Davis Mills is ass, but twelve targets a game is twelve targets a game, and I think he would see that type of volume with a Cooks injury out of pure necessity. Being another guy with the volume is just going to be good enough for him to succeed in a Cortland Sutton type of way. Okay, uh, I hope I win every game. Goodbye.